Hey y'all, before we begin, I want to make sure you know about my live parent workshops. One Friday a month, I host a live virtual parent workshop on topics related to raising neurodivergent kids and teens. We cover topics like how to talk to your child about their diagnosis, how to support negative self-talk, and navigating school for your child. You can register for workshops one at a time, or you can become an all-access subscriber on Substack for instant access to all the workshops and replays. To browse the workshop library and subscribe, go to learnwithdremily.substack.com and click Parent Workshops. Hey y'all, before we begin, if you're a school administrator who loves watching your teachers and students thrive, but you feel your staff needs more training to meet the needs of such a diverse group of learners, I am here for you. I am now offering professional development for pre-K through 8th grade educators, both in-person and virtually. For more information about pricing and scheduling, go to learnwithdremily.com schools to get started. Welcome to Learn with Dr. Emily, the podcast where parents and teachers come together for neurodivergent youth. I'm your host, Dr. Emily King, child psychologist and former school psychologist, and I am on a mission to help everyone understand that nurturing neurodivergent children isn't about changing them, but about changing us. Each week, I share my thoughts on topics related to child development, mental health, parenting, education, and parent-teacher collaboration. You can read more on my Substack at learnwithdremily.substack.com or listen here. So let's get started with today's topic. Hey y'all, welcome to the Learn with Dr. Emily podcast. On today's episode, we are gonna be talking about how parents of neurodivergent kids are really good at gratitude. This is something I've noticed over the years in myself and also noticed over the years in the parents I work with in my child psychology practice. And this week being Thanksgiving week in the US and also the fall season, which is also just a time for reflection and being thankful, but also thinking about the things we want to keep, the things we want to let go of as we go into the winter months. So I wanted to step back and talk about what we're so grateful for, why we're really good at gratitude, and thinking through how raising kids with different needs stretches us, it stretches our mindset, it stretches our tolerance for things, And our kids are awesome. And I just want you to know that you're learning so many things from them. So let's dive into this topic today. So if you are raising a child with a diagnosis of ADHD, anxiety, sensory processing differences, or an autistic child, you may have had some moments when you've looked at others and thought, oh, I wish it was easier for my child to just sit down and eat with the family. Or, wow, that child just joined right in with that group of kids like it was nothing. So when our kids are achieving milestones within their own time frame, we quickly learn to just surrender to the unknown and embrace the path right in front of us. Our kids are teaching us many lessons that we would have never learned if they had not been our kids in the first place. You are stronger for it, and there is gratitude to be found here. I see this unspoken understanding every day in my psychology practice waiting room. Parents of clients notice each other and share a silent acknowledgement of understanding and passing. Even without a verbal exchange, I can feel the unspoken message of, I don't know what you've been through, but I know it's challenged you. Me too. So glad we're not alone. 
This Thanksgiving, I want to remind all the parents of this incredibly rewarding perspective. You've had to dig deep for moments of gratitude, and it has likely led you to a richer life of knowing what's really important. Here's how you've gotten really good at gratitude. Number one, you appreciate all of the wins, no matter how minor they seem to others. Remember when you wanted to have a baby and you had an imaginary child in your head? Like, would they like sports? Will they be into music? They'll for sure go to college. That's expected in our family. For some reason, we think we're in control of these outcomes, but having a child is the ultimate experience in letting go. This little human is their own little being with their own big plan. You can provide opportunities for growth, but when your child has developmental obstacles, you quickly get used to following their path. Your expectations for your child have no time frame other than just noticing the next skill they're working on. For some, it's a smile or a point or sharing a toy. For others, it's walking into a classroom alone, regulating themselves after a disappointment, or remembering to bring home their agenda. Whatever the win is, your child has created their own path for achievement, and you don't miss a single moment of progress because you are so proud when it happens. Number two, you know how to celebrate progress over achievement. This is a lesson many parents don't learn until around middle school when they begin to let their child fail in order to build independence. You are years ahead of the curve on this one. Since all the wins feel so good, you have lost interest in the finish line. You don't care so much about grades, and you just hope your child survives the standardized test without a knock to their self-worth. You care that your child is learning a new skill and is making forward progress. Your child will benefit from your emphasis on progress over achievement. They will know it's not what someone says about them that defines their success, but what they feel about themselves that makes pride grow and motivates them to master the next skill. Number three, you can spot a small problem from a mile away. Years ago, when I was in a really hard season with my son, I overheard another group of moms complaining about how their child had not been placed in the same class as their best friend. We all have a different perspective that leads to our own struggles, and they're all valid perspectives. However, on that day, my perspective was feeling how lucky that parent was that their child has a friendship so strong that it is a problem not to be in the same class with someone. And then thinking further into how lucky that kid is that social is not that hard for them, that they have a friendship so strong that it's a problem when they're not in the same class. All problems are relative to our personal experiences. Once you've experienced your child getting kicked out of preschool, your child getting physically aggressive towards you, or your child feeling like they want to harm themselves, you get really good at spotting a small problem and letting it go. These are all things that I've worked with families on over the years that are a big deal in the life of a family and a child and really reshape your perspectives. You have learned not to sweat the small stuff because you have to reserve your energy for the big stuff. I want to say hi to all the teachers out there learning with me. 
Thank you so much for being an educator. I see you and appreciate you and how you keep showing up for our students every single day. In my work as a school psychologist, I know that it helps to have a way to stay organized when thinking about your students' needs. That's why I created two free resources for you. The regulation roster helps you notice how your students seek emotional regulation and keep track of it. And the reframing behavior worksheet helps you problem solve emotional dysregulation when it happens. For these free downloads, go to learnwithdremily.com slash roster or learnwithdremily.com slash reframing behavior to get started. I want to welcome any parents who are new to this journey. If your child has just been identified as autistic or diagnosed with ADHD, learning differences, or is twice exceptional, welcome. You are in the right place. You may also be overwhelmed by all the calls and emails you're having to make to providers as you're building your child's team. That's why I created the Referral Tracker, which is a free download at learnwithdremily.com tracker. This free resource explains what each provider does and gives you a template to keep track of all your research. Just go to learnwithdremily.com slash tracker to get started. Number four, you have become the most flexible human ever. There is no one more flexible in the world than parents and teachers of neurodivergent youth. You know how to pick your battles. You also have some next level problem solving skills. When your kid doesn't like plan A and then plan B falls through, you usually have a plan C, D, or E in your back pocket. If you're new here, you may not feel like this quite yet, but trust me, you will get there, and when you do, you will have new skills you have never had before. I am convinced that any random sample of parents and teachers of neurodivergent kids could run a small country. Number five, you see the best in people. Every person suffering in the world was once a child. Instead of what's wrong with him, you understand what trauma-informed therapists say. What happened to him? You know that your child is doing their very best every day. You know that you are doing your very best every day. So when someone makes a mistake or apologizes, you're quick to say, it's okay. We're all doing the best we can. We're all in this together. This is why we need each other and why we build communities to support each other. I am so grateful for this community and for all of you who have come along on the journey to learn with me through this podcast this year, to all my clients, my parents, teachers, colleagues, readers, and listeners. Many of you I don't even know, and I just wanted to thank you for supporting my work and supporting the ideas that I discuss about kids, families, educators, and how we can all connect with each other. I wanted to have you keep an ear out and an eye out on social media for some new offerings coming, which are gonna be online parent workshops. So go ahead and follow me on social media at Emily W. King PhD on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn, or you can go to learnwithdremily.substack.com to check out all the details. This has been Learn with Dr. Emily at the podcast. For more resources, including both parent, teacher, and school resources, visit learnwithdremily.com or read my substack at learnwithdremily.substack.com. 
Also, we are publishing this podcast weekly, so make sure you're subscribed by pressing the plus, follow, or subscribe button on whatever podcast app you're using right now. This podcast is edited by EarFluence. All information discussed on this podcast is for educational purposes only. If you have immediate concerns about your child, please reach out to a mental health or medical professional. I'm Dr. Emily King, and we will keep learning together next week.